five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh, the WDMA, searching the world for marketing news for you today. And here we go. Okay, let's get over. This is really in the category of you probably haven't heard of this one. Uh, Hardee's collaborates with brewery to create strawberry biscuit flavored beer. Now, where what does Hardee's get out of this? They're taking the Hardee's biscuit, which are pretty good, you know, not bad. Put a lot of jelly on it, and they're mixing up Southern Grist Brewing Company, which is also located. I think they're both located. Well, here let's play the story for you. For a beer that includes its signature biscuits, Hardee's and Southern Grist Brewery are, are both based in Nashville. The recipe for strawberry biscuit ale calls for more than 200 pounds of the biscuits. It took months to find the right blend, which includes strawberry puree. The special brew is available beginning Thursday at Southern Grist Nashville Tap Room, and you can get it on its website. Okay, so that's from News 11, ABC in Nashville. So I bet you haven't heard of that one before. And like I said, what does Hardee's get out of that? No idea. But on another note, let's get over to see what Mark Ritson has. And he's all of a sudden doing more work because uh, I'm already, he's got another one up here. And I haven't covered this one. And that one looks really good too. So we'll we'll stick him in whenever we can. Uh, one of my favorites, and he's from I believe he's in Tasmania or something like that. Anyway, um, but he gets around a lot. So an interesting debate is springing up around attention. Okay, thanks to Professor Byron Sharp. Right, Sharp was coaxed from the towers of the Air and Bass Institute to Sydney, and. He basically said there are two golden rules. First, you have to reach everyone in the category and spread your budget across time slots, across locations. And I guess what he's saying is is that you know you really want to reach as much of the market as you can and you don't want to just pick one time and one place. If you're a retailer, you know there's so many re- there's so many things I could I'd say about that. But let's just we'll let Ritson pick it apart. So mass reach and always on, very clear, right? You want to be everywhere at all times, <laughs> which is why digital is so pervasive. You want the lowest cost, spread them thinly across everything. Our job is to get some attention, Sharp agreed, but I don't want to do advertise. I don't want to do advertising and not be seen. But after that, paying for a lot more, no. And some ads come to mind that just repeat and repeat and repeat. And I can't think of any right at the moment. (laughs) Uh, Do we need to get engagement? No. No engagement necessary. No customer journey. Just plant that seed in their head. Except Ritson says Sharp is wrong. But the specific need to engage with audiences more to ensure longer periods of attention. We're going to talk more about that. I better go get faster here. <laughs> the first issue is zero viewability. You know, and one of the illustrations he uses I thought was really profound. Okay, so now we've got billboards that are electronic. And, you know, I go by there, I go by the billboard, 
and I catch something that looks interesting and it's gone and now the next ad is up which isn't interesting and there's probably two more ads on that billboard that are cycling after that as I go by that I don't get a chance to see at all and everybody's paying for those you know each advertisers paying one slice of that and yet I only got to see maybe half of one of the four something like that so uh, when sharp exposes espouses reach he means ads that not only exist but which engage even at the most fleeting level with their target audience to achieve attention and fixation is the term now the official term for this okay it means the consumers eye rested on an ad for 100 milliseconds a tenth of a second or more so I looked up what a blink of an eye was and it's a tenth to maybe a third of a second blink 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 so if you get a blink of an eye worth worth of attention they could have ten ads on that billboard cycling make a lot more money cuz a tenth isn't very long if you have it up there for a little more than a tenth maybe you're good maybe TikTok is the way to go without fixation you can't say you've really reached the target consumer okay might sound obvious but uh, it's not an obvious it's not obvious to point those befuddled and smirch industry bullocks over the last decade who's been promoting quite a lot of media they espouse is impossible to see marketers spend billions on ads that run which are never viewed because consumers simply cannot access them they're further down the page than we want to go they play they play hidden behind another ad or they appear on the billboard while we drive past take the mobile web advertising where lumen research says more than one-third of the formats are unviewable to audiences okay so right off the bat now don't worry you'll get plenty of clicks bots can still see them <laughs> according to dr augustine foo you will get many clicks unviewable ads as former unilever cmo keith weed so brilliantly put it are like having billboards underwater right complete waste of money and here's a bunch of here's nice here's a nice hard to read graph that basically has has uh, YouTube winning the entire game right there YouTube is the best and uh, two square meters of outdoor outside of home okay also very very excellent <laughs> do really really well and uh, Instagram bad really really bad only 10% are viewable according to this but viewability is not the ultimate objective bigger the bigger step is from viewable to actually viewed how about that okay by its target audience until relatively recently the media industry traded on opportunities to see rather than the actual number of people viewing the ad because an ad while agencies might estimate how many people passed a billboard or watched or had the TV on 
or how an ad appeared on their phone, they have no way of calculating the proportion that looked at it during this opportunity. So now Lumen is figuring out how to do not only tracking of your eyes with a big bunny helmet, but actually somehow tracking the ad as you look around on your phone. Don't know how that works. Sounds a little suspicious, but it says that Lumen can measure fixation. Okay, so somehow they maybe connect the camera on your phone to where your eyes going. I don't know. Uh, similar stuff here about um, actual reach. Uh, if you pay for the average 300 by 600 digital display ad on a mobile phone, its visibility is not too bad at 63%, but only 35% of the target will actually look at it, even for a few milliseconds. In contrast, a big billboard gets 100% viewability and is seen by 82% of the audience. Now, I want you, then we go to dwell time, which is, do they really look at it? The need to, need attention to receive, uh, anyway. And at this point, I looked up some advertising mail statistics. Advertising mail is kept in the household for an average of 17 days. <clears throat> now, that sounds a little much to me, although I do have some stuff that's been on my desk for a long time. You know, the print expo, I think that's even over. But I kept this around because I was thinking about it. Print expo. I went to Namoa instead. And uh, I talked about it. Time for that one to go. Yeah. The distance from the post, from the mailbox to the trash can is sufficiently short so that it does not constitute junk mail. That's from the Supreme Court ruling. We spend more time reviewing print media than digital, and young people spend even more time with print than older generations. Okay? If you're wondering if direct mail works, here's your answer. Direct mail stats show that people tend to throw out advertising mail after 17 days. This gives all members of the household plenty of time to review it and take action. Then we'll get to another. And what's funny is they didn't even put mail on here because, if you ask me, it's massively more attention getting. Not only do you know that it gets delivered, unlike your digital media that's hiding behind some other ad that you could be paying for anyway, it's hard to track. How do you know your ads get delivered? Well, you get clicks. How do you know those aren't bots? You don't. Mail gets delivered to the household. We know who we mailed. We know it got delivered. It doesn't just get pulled out of the mailbox, but it gets looked at by the decision maker in the household. Only my wife could throw out the mail. Think about that, right? That's awesome, okay? And so the dwell time, in order to, not only do you, you have multimedia because you have touch, which has 10 times the, the neural receptors in your brain that vision, vision does. So just one touch. Of course, if you don't know what you're, if you had your eyes closed, I suppose it wouldn't be, have much benefit. But the fact is that there's much more going on in your brain with mail, even if you throw it away. And that's something you need to keep in mind. Now, it may cost 10 times more, but it also may not. You know, click, pay per click, it seems to me it costs about 10 times more than mail. Uh, and yet people are paying it. So, does double or triple the attention length make any meaningful difference to an ad's impact? And the answer to that is yes. Absolutely, yes. Okay, intention drives recall. 
view time and prompted recall, right? And it's absolutely connected, right? Absolutely connected. So uh, Dentsu shows a clear statistically significant link between dwell time and prompted recall. A two-second dwell time, for example, translates to a 28% prompted recall. 14 seconds, you almost double the prompted recall. The same ad delivers twice the impact if dwell time increases. And, of course, there's at some point, there's diminishing returns. Consumers are took, who look at an ad for just two seconds have only 5% increase in brand choice compared to those in a control group who did not see the ad at all. Only a little incremental lift. The funny part is, is that we can measure incremental rift, lift in mail with holdout tests, etc. Dismissal of attention research is a grave error. Too often, advertisers have conflated reach with opportunity to see and spent their marketing budgets inefficiently. Marketers need to take more care with their money. Okay, when you're buying CPM cost, don't ask just what the cost is, but also what the M actually consists of. Now let's get over to Joy Jendusa in Adweek. Why the surprising rise of direct mail is no surprise at all. And probably all you have to do is look at that previous article. That's why I put them together, right? So the original target marketing remains underutilized. Here's why you should consider mail, okay? Performance marketing is looking for ROI and We've seen a shift in a new direction, direct mail. Why? Digital ads have been in the spotlight, but they're increasingly ineffective. Study after study, besides that third-party cookies are going away, which was this huge pile of data that no one really believed, but everybody seemed to lean on an awful lot, and it told them their advertising was absolutely working. Okay, media fatigue costs uh, run to run digital are skyrocketing. Somebody at... Nemo was complaining about the, the postal increase, right, which was like 4% or something. Um, you know, I've been through so many postal increases. Sometimes we come, through, come up with breakthrough ideas on that. But, uh, you know, there's always postal increases. And I said, well, yeah, but what about, you know, ads on Amazon? Joy says, because of the lockdowns, people spent 36 seconds longer not 36 seconds looking at your at your ad your mail ad but 36 seconds more looking at their mail and over the weekend seven minutes and 12 seconds longer and the average household only gets about five pieces of mail a week so divide that up a minute looking at your mail now you're talking about engagement engagement through the roof okay Visitors, you drive traffic to your website, and they spend a couple of minutes looking around without converting. They get a postcard the next day. Can you imagine? Online shoppers abandon their full shopping carts. Next day, mailer has a special promo code. And, you know, most of them guarantee within two days or something like that. But you can be pretty prompt about it. Integrations can automate these direct mail functions and can be hooked up to your CRM. So... If they call in, your your uh, your telesales people can send them a little postcard. And if they spend a lot, they can get a whole team-signed postcard as a thank you. Okay? And there's a lot of APIs that are, that are working direct with Salesforce and others. Not only is direct mail engagement trending up, but you could argue that the intent 
to build into a single offline to online engagement carries 10 times the value of a single online click. These articles will be available at uh, WDMA.org. And we're cooking up another meetup get-together shortly, probably by about the end of the month. So have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.